0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of just get fit with mickey this episode is for all of you snackers out there now i know this is a common challenge or something that feels like a challenge for a lot of us and so i want to go over a bunch of things and as a nutrition coach i know snacking can be a really big issue or blockade for a lot of people and it's something that i deal with very often with my one-on-one clients. And so, first of all, I want to clarify something and that is that snacking is not inherently bad. It's not something that will always hinder your progress or prevent you from achieving your goals. It's something that I think, well, because of different people's approaches and beliefs it can be demonized in a way and people go, oh, you shouldn't be snacking. Or you get the other side where you're saying, oh, you know what, you should be, you know, really just having such small meals, you know, so frequently throughout the day that you're eating six or seven times and you're basically just, you know, having glorified snacks throughout your day. Also, not inherently bad. If that works for you, makes you feel your best, fits your schedule, and you have the time and energy to prep all those different kinds of things. Health and nutrition is not a one-size-fits-all all approach. It never should be. You could do something very different than me or something very different from your best friend and still be exceptionally successful. So please remember, this is not a do as I do. This is a, here are some ideas. Here are some suggestions. Here are some things to consider. Take it and run with it. And so I actually just had a one on one client call. We were going over some things and she was talking about how she was snacking more. And so she, we've been t- working together a while and she was like, however, when I realized I'd been snacking, she said, I checked in with myself and I realized I hadn't been eating enough during the day. And so my meals weren't as big as they should have been. I didn't, you know, plan out things. Sufficiently, and so I was basically under eating, which meant I would go to the vending machine or eat more snacks in the evening as a result. And the real like this is the hard part because we go, Oh, I shouldn't do that, but then the question is, Well, were you hungry when you ate those snacks? And if the answer is yes, it's like, Well, then you know what? That's what you needed to do. If you were still hungry, then eating is the actual solution, however she brought up the really great point that we've been working on having more food during the day. So when she gets home from work, she's able to, you know, have a smaller dinner and then not be so full that she can't work out after dinner. And that's just what works for her based on her schedule based on her hours. And so that's something that we put into play and worked really well for her. And this is where these self check ins come into play you need to be honest with yourself about what works for you. And if you were a snacker going, well, is this helping me or hindering me or holding me back? Or does this just work really well and make me feel great? There is no one answer. And which is why oftentimes when people ask me a question, I say, you know what, I can't tell you. And it's not because I'm trying to be stingy or hold back from helping you. It's because there are so many different possibilities. And what I wanted to share with you, are some things that you can consider if you are a big snacker, meaning you're someone who snacks or grazes frequently throughout the day. And you are having self doubt about that. If you were someone who snacks frequently or anything like that, and it works for you. Great. Don't change a thing. Okay, but if you're going, Oh, I really don't know. Here are some things to consider. And they might be really evident, they might be something that you go, Oh, I never really thought about that. And so firstly, your energy levels in your sleep. Are you sleeping well? And how are you feeling when you wake up? Is it always a challenge to wake up? Because one thing that a lot of us struggle with is making sure we're going to bed early enough. And if we're not going to bed early enough, well, then what tends to happen? It's real difficult to get up. And then we over caffeinate, we have multiple coffees, we're struggling to get through the day. And if you don't drink coffee, then you're just struggling to get through the day, you're exhausted. And this is where a lot of us tend to replace that sleep with food, where we go, Oh, I just need to I need to have a snack. Or you go, I'm a bit peckish. I can have something or I'm just gonna eat because I'm tired and I'm exhausted or I'm emotional or whatever it is. And while not all of these things are you know, tied to hunger, they can sometimes be enhanced, and probably enhanced is not the right word for that. But they can be heightened, meaning, think about emotions, The more tired I am, the more emotional I am, the harder it is for me to make the best choices and to feel good. And the best way for me to sometimes deal with these things is to take a step back, and to rest. As hard as that can be, sometimes resting can be such a helpful thing. Now, another thing to consider is are your meals big enough? And with diet culture and a lot of meal plans and these random 1200 calorie suggested things, a lot of people tend to under eat during the day. We tend to deprive ourselves and go, oh, I'm just going to try and have the smallest possible amount of food throughout the day because, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. And I know in order for me to lose weight, I need to be eating less calories than I'm burning. And yes, that is true. However, this strategy does not work very well for, I'd say, most people, especially long term. Sure, you might go one or two days, you know, maybe three or four, if you are exceptional, and that was never me. And you will really deprive yourself for the day, you'll have fewer calories. And you go, wow, I'm in a calorie deficit. And then that overwhelming hunger and tiredness sets in. And what tends to happen? We binge, we overeat, and then we don't feel very good. And so if you are someone who is either intentionally or unintentionally eating an insufficient amount of food during the day, you might be someone who then snacks. And this is where I see sometimes people choose meals or recipes which are very low in calories. And they go, oh yeah, my breakfast is 300 calories and my lunch is 300 calories. And I'm like, okay, so you've planned out 600 calories before dinner. Um, That doesn't quite seem like enough. And this is where they go, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then they snack and they snack and they end up either buying a snack or going to the vending machine or getting something that's quick and convenient. And it's not always the healthiest option or they order takeout or they get delivery and they end up eating more because they didn't actually plan enough food in advance. And so you actually end up eating far more than those 600 calories you planned But it's not necessarily from foods that either make you feel good or foods that align with your overall calorie intake, whether you are or are not tracking. This is just what I'm, this is just the challenge of when we eat what's convenient or we go through drive through or takeout and we end up picking foods that, well, tend to be more calorie dense, which isn't necessarily a problem, but it tends to be how we resolve these challenges of really hungry days and those really hungry days being days where we deprived ourselves or intentionally tried to undereat by a significant amount. And so making sure you are eating enough throughout the day and having big enough meals is definitely an important part. Because sure, in theory, having really small calorie meals is great for weight loss, but it's not actually great for our mental health, it's not actually great for our physical well-being or our energy levels. And this is where slow and steady wins the race. Because guess what? That person in that small to moderate calorie deficit can sustain that a heck of a lot longer than someone who's trying to, you know, cut a thousand calories a day for three or four weeks. That is really hard to sustain physically and mentally. And that is where a lot of us tend to end up feeling restricted, deprived, or binge eating. And that's something we always, always want to avoid. Other things you can check in with yourself are also your macros. And while you might not necessarily be someone who's familiar with macros or have tracked a lot of macros, this is basically thinking about in terms of your breakdown of food, meaning your carbs, your fats, and your protein. So If you go through your day and you go, oh, did I have any protein at breakfast, lunch or dinner? That's a good way to assess things. If you go, huh, I had oatmeal for breakfast. I had lasagna for lunch. And then for dinner, I had a plain salad with, I don't know, croutons and Caesar dressing. Okay. I mean, all those things sound great, but what were your protein sources? What in your food is helping to keep you full and sustained? So protein is a good one to check in on, as well as your fat intake. And everyone is all over the place when it comes to fat. Some people are keto. Some, I mean, a lot less people are low fat, which is wonderful news. But we do sometimes still have those old beliefs and mentalities which kick in. And so checking in on your fat intake is an important one. And everyone is very different with this. I've had clients come to me and go, oh, I think I'm having too much protein this is making me really tired. And then we look at you know what they're eating and well, it was actually a bit more fat that was the result of feeling lethargic and tired after meals. Not that there's anything wrong with fats or healthy fats. That just didn't sit well with this particular client. On the other hand, I have another client who goes, oh, I noticed now that I'm having sufficient fats in my meals, I'm full for way longer and I'm snacking a lot less. And so this is where It's so important to be reflective because you can have someone tell you exactly what to do and eat, but if you're disregarding how you're feeling, you're not taking that into consideration, you're not really getting the most out of the experience. You're not coming out of, you know, working with someone with the ability to think for yourself or to self-assess, which is really crucial because if you go, Oh, I'm doing all these things and I don't feel great. Well, then you need to pinpoint what makes you not feel great. And if you're doing all these things, and you're feeling fantastic. What change or what shift have you made that has allowed you to feel that way? The more you're able to identify it, the more you're able to sustain that positive level and level of success. And so basically, as a little recap, checking in to making sure you're sleeping enough is important. Checking in to make sure you're not under eating during the day is important. Recognizing if you're eating enough protein, checking if you're having enough fats. And the other questions that I also like to check in and ask myself are how much did I eat yesterday? And that might seem like a strange question. It might make a lot of sense to you, but think about it this way if you ever have a day, Where you go, oh my gosh, I ate so much that day. I, you know, maybe I overate. I went to barbecue. It was the weekend. I overdid it a bit and I had a lot of calories. If you're someone that listens to your body the following day, you might notice that you're not as hungry and that's normal. I'm not saying that it will always feel like that, but it is normal if you have a higher calorie day to have a little less of an appetite first thing the next morning. And this is where asking that question can be helpful. Because if you go, oh, you know what? I was actually really busy yesterday. And no, I probably didn't eat as much as usual. Well, then there you go. Maybe that's also why you're snacking more today. So checking in on that. And as a female, checking in on your cycle. This is why I tend to recommend those period tracking apps. Because you'll get that little reminder being like, your period starting in a week, or you know, has your cycle started, you know, check in on the app or whatever it is. And that's a good way to go. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. That definitely impacts my hunger. And just being really in tune with your body and aware of these things can give you more peace of mind if you feel your appetite increasing, or give you peace of mind if you find yourself snacking more, and then you're able to be proactive about it. Meaning you're able to increase the size of your meals, be more intentional about how many calories meals have during the day, you know, add more protein or add more fats to your day, or just allow yourself to snack without guilt or without fear. And one little tip I wanted to share with you is that if you are someone who you're like, Oh, I'm not really sure. Like, do I just make my meals bigger? If I found myself snacking more, there are a couple ways to approach that. And what I normally recommend is if you are someone who goes, oh, I end up snacking at like three o'clock, you can do it a couple ways. One is make your lunch bigger. This doesn't mean you have to finish your entire lunch. But if you make your lunch bigger, you can stop when you're satisfied, put everything back in the fridge. And at three o'clock, guess what? You can have your leftovers. Or the other alternative is keep your lunch the same size and make sure you have some add-ons in your lunch bag or in your fridge, wherever it is and go, Oh great. I brought a piece of fruit or I brought a cheese string, or I brought a boiled egg or a banana and some peanut butter or, you know, rice crackers or whatever snacks you like. If you want watermelon, bring the watermelon, but make sure you have something that you could add on, but that doesn't necessarily need to be eaten that day. And this is kind of why I like fruit. You can grab grab it, take it with you. And you don't have to necessarily eat it. Or I'm like, I love baby carrots and hummus because they last a really long time. They can be a couple days in the fridge and I don't have to worry about eating them right away, but they are there really easy and convenient to grab and a great way to top up a meal or have an afternoon snack. Obviously you can insert any kind of snack idea into your lunch or afternoon, but it's just two different ways to kind of look at how to enhance your meal or overall calorie intake or volume for the day without necessarily feeling like you absolutely must eat it because it's going to go to waste. So hopefully this has been a really helpful episode or giving you some things to think about. If you are that snacker, know that it is okay to snack. Know that it's not going to undo all your work and effort as long as you're snacking because you're hungry don't second guess yourself. Don't feel guilty. Those things will not help. All right, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, if you enjoy this podcast, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And if you don't already, you can follow me on Instagram at just